This is the Staggering Stories podcast number 336. And because Crumbly can't be with us, he's traipsing through the Amazon or some such thing, we, of course, have no introduction. So here is some music. That was some music. Welcome, welcome to Staggering Stories. I'm Jean. I'm Stephen. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I, yes, I am... Not very good at flying. He doesn't like looking out of the window when we're landing or taking off, which, in my opinion, makes him a real wuss. Yeah. It's not the flying. The it's not the... Yeah. It's the depth that you come and understand how to stop <laughs> at the end. It's not as bad as that young lad who was terrified of landing, so his mate saying things like, well, you put your head between your knees so at least your jaw's in one piece so they can identify the body. That's a real nice thing to say. Your mate's going white as the plane's landing. It's as Douglas Adams says, floating in the sky the same way bricks don't. <laughs> Wuss. Oh, yeah. dear. Now, the news with El Presidente. Woo! <coughs> Karen's got COVID! Karen's got COVID! Shut up. Is that a type of crow? Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Filming resumes in September. Oh. Series 12 of New Who is officially behind us now, save for a special that we can likely expect around Christmas New Year. So it's time to start counting the days until Series 13. Don't hold your breath, as they won't even start filming until the autumn of this year, <laughs> sometime around September 2020. This is according to Doctor Who producer Tracy Simpson, who dropped this bombshell at the recent Gallifrey One convention. Mm. Given a nine-month filming schedule, plus a bit for post-production, we can probably expect the new series to begin airing in late August or early September 2021. As filming will resume before the special airs, we will almost certainly be unable to avoid knowing which of the main cast make it through to season 13 before Christmas or New Year. Dun, dun, dun! Did we mention we went to Gallifrey? <laughs> I think we, we will were. be later as well. I missed that particular panel. It sounded yeah. good. I take it then they aren't commissioning scripts, etc., as soon as they've gone post-production. I but think the fact yeah. that they're not going Probably into are. till August, that's, yeah, I, that's a long time to be well, commissioning this is, writing. New, it's happened back in the Moffat era too. Yeah. 18 months apart is standard for who knows. I nowadays. kind of wish they'd actually set it down in stone and say the seasons will be 18 months apart. I think that, they pretty much have. Yeah. Yeah, with one exception in Capaldi's era, it's been that way since Series 6. Mm-hmm. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, 42nd mm. anniversary. Yeah. Yep. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was first broadcast on the 8th of March 1978, exactly 42 years ago to the day as the publication of this podcast. If we'd been more organised, we'd have done a segment about it. <laughs> yep. Fortunately, the BBC are more clued up and Radio 4 Extra has a series of special programmes to commemorate this milestone. The programme includes... We love H2G2. Celebrities discuss their affection of Hitchhiker's Guide. Vogon Poetry Extra. A poet actually discusses the Vogon's famous poetry. <laughs> no such thing as a Babel fish. Some QI elves discuss some of Douglas Adams' predictions and inventions. Why 42? Matt Parker, mathematical comedian, delves into the rich significance of the number 42 <laughs> and more. 
Links to all of this, hopefully, in the show notes. Yeah. And we've got a Tau Day coming up soon, haven't we? Oh, yeah. May. Oh, May. It's It's not until May, is it? Oh, my, I sit corrected. May 25th. That's not that long. It's next month. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Star Wars, The High Republic. With Star Wars being absent from the big screen for a couple of years and only so much mining they can do of the original trilogy in spin-off media, Lucasfilm have announced a whole new time frame for some new stories. They have named this period Star Wars colon The High Republic. Originally known by the tantalising codename of Project Luminous, The High Republic is set 200 years before the Skywalker saga and about 800 years after the fall of the Old Republic. Don't get too excited just yet, as right now these stories and characters are being introduced in comics and novels. Though rumours suggest a film or films may be at some stage of development. Michael Siglane, one of the co-writers, explained, I wanted to tell a massive story told across multiple formats over multiple years for every type of fan. We're seeing the Jedi in the most heroic light possible and really focusing in on what they're doing. There is a theme of exploration and expansion to the galaxy. Mm. This new wave starts around August 2020 with the multi-colon novel Star Wars colon The High Republic colon Light of the Jedi. (laughs) And the comic series simply called Star Wars colon The High Republic. So Mm. basically they're replacing Knights of the Old Republic. They're trying to count over the third time (laughs) period, aren't they? Really? Why does this piece of news start with Star Wars being absent from the big screen for a couple of years? We've only just seen... Well, it will be. It's 2022 before the next one. Very poorly constructed, that sentence. I was sitting there thinking, have I gone for a time warp? Because I'm sure I I saw it last year. If we quit criticising, the High Republic is set 200 years before the Star Wars... uh, Skywalker saga, but 800 years after the Old Republic. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, well, I thought the Phantom Menace was the fall of the Old Republic. No, it was the fall of the High Republic. (laughs) I was going to say that, but I thought I wouldn't. You're getting the Republics confused. No, 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 I think... They're they're changing the history. They're they're, they're, they're screwing around things again, so... They're doing a Moffat cum chibnall. They're they're doing a wibbly-wobbly, spacey-wasty. So we can expect a new version of Old Republic at some point, but it'd be very different looking. It'll be a new Old Republic opposed to the old Old Republic. So apparently this version, 200 years before, looks quite different to Star Wars as we know it. A lot more primitive. So imagine what Old Republic looks like, which looks pretty much the same as Star Wars. It's going to look even more primitive. Bang the rocks together, guys. There's there's some concept art out already, like the character designs and stuff, and they look really good. Mm. Any addendums? No. Nope. There is one quick one. No. Oh, we have an Nobody died I'm aware of. Thank us <laughs> for that. But I don't know much of the details yet, but I heard today that there is a new Doctor Escape Room on the way. Ooh. We oh, haven't done yes. the old Doctor Escape Room yet. I know Steve has. Mm. Yeah, Stephen's done it. I escaped. Yeah. Well, we Good to hear. Yes. <laughs> no, the new one is somehow based on Daleks. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know if it's done by Escape Hunt as well. Our host at the end of our time there did say to look out on social media, I think, for about the 7th of this month, because they're going to announce what their next escape room is. Maybe somebody's picked them to the post. So it might be that. I'm sure the one you saw on Facebook was Escape Hunt. Yeah, I think it is. So whether that means they're replacing the old ones or they're going to have two side-by-side, two Mm. doctor escape rooms. Because once you've done an escape room, you've done done it. Yeah. You can't yeah. really redo it. Yeah. So it makes sense for them to get people back to do a different one. Whether it means trashing the old one, I don't know. Hopefully not. I haven't done it yet. I, I suspect <laughs> they'll run, if they've got the space, I mean, the they'll run one, the two together. The old one has changed quite a bit since when it first started. They're not just spoiling anything in case you guys do it. But there's a few like props and bits and pieces that used to be able to be done but then over time they like wore down or couldn't be used anymore because people were a bit too heavy handed on yeah. some of the puzzles and stuff so they had to adapt it as time went by slightly okay we've got to do them we've got to do them at some point yep yeah. is there any more why has Clara got a fez over her head over her face it's just an improvement really isn't it <laughs> so she doesn't silly get... silly thing happened we were watching inside number nine <laughs> alright and I said to Keith and you have to remember this was in my fevered <laughs> coughing everything hurting haze Right. I said to him, she's got something of the Jenna Coleman's about her, hasn't she? And he said, that's Jenna Coleman. <laughs> I said, yes, she has. That's Jenna Coleman. That's, that's why she has something of the Jenna Coleman's about her. It's a little familiar. Even though quite so orange now, so I'm not sure. embarrassing. <laughs>
Well, Keith punched a man in the uh, in the <laughs> I supermarket. Did not punch a man. <laughs> punch I him in the supermarket. Fist bumped. That was it. He didn't want to fist bump. You punched him, <laughs> and then you turned round and said to Don't worry, you could have him <laughs> <laughs> with this cucumber. <laughs> See, I can't win. Apparently, I belittled his manhood by yep. telling this younger guy, don't worry, you could have him. But it would also be bad to walk up to men in the supermarket going, my husband could beat you up. You just can't win. No, apparently not. Anyway. <laughs> On that bombshell, then. Let's <laughs> end the news. Yes. Adam have been watching Doctor Who at the BFI. We went to see the faceless ones. Did it was Ooh. the animation, all of it in colour. Awesome music. Yeah, this is out in a couple of weeks, or probably about a week, as we release this. Mm-hmm. It's the same team who did Macro Terror. Yep. It's all in high def and colour, and uh, I'd never seen the faces ones before at all, in any form. I hadn't read the book, hadn't heard the audio, seen the reconstruction, and I was really pleasantly surprised by it. It was very good. How does Gatwick look? Nothing like Gatwick we know now. Okay. <laughs> but the renderings the of the planes, etc., was really, really good. Mm. Um, there's some lovely little homages in it. Many people might know the fan who passed away Paul Condon all of the computers were made by Condon Limited and there was a lovely scene where the police came out of a police station and there were two wanted posters Mm -hmm. and the first one says wanted and there's a picture of Roger Delgado (laughs) and underneath it there's a wanted poster with a picture of Sasha I can't say his surname the the, the latest master which we thought was really really nice (laughs) yeah and an alternative later scene he's replaced by the meddling monk oh really (laughs) Yeah, lots of little in-jokes, as you expect, as these Mm. have all got. The rendering in colour, I think, works better than black and white with these cartoons. I mean, whilst black and white is what you kind of like think of them. Yeah, we didn't see the black and white versions. We can't really compare, but yeah, it did look really good in colour. The only thing I didn't like was Pat Trout's hair was too big. (laughs) A lot of of people... Barbara. Yeah, we're sitting there going, there's something wrong. And even in the ladies' lose, there was a few of us going, there's something wrong with his head. It looks like it's too big, but he's got a very full head of hair. I didn't notice. <laughs> but I've, I've seen the two episodes that survive and the retcon a couple of times because it's actually one of my favourite stories. Mm. And yeah, this is this is quite a good version of that. It's it's quite true to what I've seen of, of uh, what went out. Yeah, critically, what they're doing now, which they didn't do in some of the earlier animations, is they're completely chucking out the camera script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're no longer doing the same shots that they did in the, the studio. Oh, right. So it's not all just wide shots of lots of people standing mm. there. They're now cutting to close ups and oh, cool. doing different types of shots which I think is fair enough it's animation it needs to be a bit different yeah. to the you can yeah. expand yeah it just feels different in animation than it does in live action yeah. yeah I think it works better because as you say animation is a different medium and whilst it works in long shots because you're getting the expression on an actor's face you're not getting that expression on an actor's face in an animation it's not that final no, level so of animation you need to cut more so often it's yeah. cut more so yeah it flows quite nicely and what was the after chat like Fraser Hines and Anna Anna Wills, Wills. Who, yep. who will look after <laughs> at the end of it the doctor says to Ben I'm sure you'll make an admiral and Polly you can look after Ben and oh, everyone dear. burst oh, into yeah. hysterics oh. so yeah. when she came up with Fraser she said yes I did look after it <laughs> <laughs> it's good although not knowing the story particularly I, was, I had heard that they weren't in it very much in terms of uh, Ben and Polly mm. yeah and it is pretty criminal the way they were written out as vanish yeah. the end of episode 2 there have been worse <laughs> Losses of companions. They have, yeah. They, they literally filmed their leaving scene part way through. Well, in the filming block at the beginning, in yeah. The, I, the, the yeah. So they're finishing off the story and they've already left. So there was yeah. no leaving party like yeah. there is now or anything else. It was like, yeah, do scene, cheers, bye. There you go. Out the yeah, door. It's a shame. Yeah, but we should review it properly and it comes out. But definitely worth picking up, I'd say. Yes. <laughs> now, I don't know what the extras like. It didn't show any extras. No. It's a six parter, which is always a bit tough to sit through. But it flowed quite well. I suspect the extras will include the two. Surviving episodes. They do, they do. Uh, and some behind the scenes of how they create the animation again, commentaries and all the episodes. And I think previously some of them have included the retcons as, as part of yep. the extras. And it does have so. that again, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Worth picking up. Definitely. You did that with 20 seconds to spare. Ah, we're good. <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> it's like the escape room all over again. <laughs> <laughs>
but we got out. I had ten minutes left. <laughs> you see, anyone can do ten minutes. It's got yeah. to get it down to thirty seconds. Yeah. End on 007 or something, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Should have been like twenty minutes to save the world, and all I've got is a post office, and it's shut. <laughs> Right, the end of the season has arrived, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what an Time. interesting season it has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had good. just two more episodes to watch, Ascension of the... S- I was going to say Spider-Men. Ascension of the Cybermen and the Timeless Children. Pause for music. Where do we begin? Oh, (laughs) so much, so much. Can I just say that season 11, Mm -hmm. we did our very best to like it as much as we could. And Mm -hmm. there were some very high points, but there were also some low points. But season 12 has been everything season 11 wasn't, and it's taken it up to yeah. Yeah. up the wazoo up again <laughs> apart from Orphan 55 which I still don't particularly like yeah. this has been one hell of a season and this two-parter was a brilliant way to end it it's only better than Rancid Old Koalas whatever the finale was last yes. year yes. last yeah. two years ago I have to admit I enjoyed the first episode more than the second one okay, okay. Ascension but, of the Sidemen so this is the one that had the weird flashbacks to the guy in Ireland uh-huh. Brendan Brendan who was Ireland. Ginger White Island eh? possibly an in-joke. I think it probably is. Yeah. Gallifrey. Gallifrey. Ireland. Somewhere in and, Ireland. And the fact that you use the same sets from um, Human Nature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we definitely recognise the location they yeah. shot there. Yeah. The shop and the... Uh, the what the became the, the village Garda. Kids, the village green, the yeah. shop, the hot town hall. And indeed, not just that reused. Bad Wolf Bay was used a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If I wasn't mistaken as well, one of the shots in that town was uh, a street that was used in Human Nature Family Blood when the uh, piano falls from the yes. side yes. of the building. Yeah, yeah. 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 shop. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. outside the shop. But anyway, this, the lead up to this was builders. Everything will change. Nothing you know is true. And yeah, I, I think true. I personally think they overegged the um, just just the tad. Just a tad. You know, yeah. it was a cracking couple of episodes, but no one died. I thought we were going to lose Ryan. Yeah. And despite the usual suspects on fa- on Facebook and Twitter, I really, really enjoyed what they did. With the Time Lords. Mm-hmm. The yeah, fact we've, we've known for yonks that the Time Lords can assign each other new lifespans. They did it for the Master enough. Somehow. And yeah. they, they've chosen these 13 lives as a cutoff point. And this just proved that that's not the way things had to be at all. It was a self-imposed yeah. lifespan yeah, on yeah. their part. I have yeah. no problem with the two-parter to ratify 15 seconds from the brain of Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wasn't that, wasn't that wonderful? <laughs> um, but also you had a whole lead-up um, at the end of Sylvester McCoy where they were leading it more into something else. Mm. And there's a lot of people say, oh, so yeah, how, how many regenerations has the Doctor had? Still that many. Because she, he has only been the Doctor. Yeah, but since... that's, that's semantics. You know, she is yeah. a, she, no, he, no, she no. In, she, in she terms was a doctor. of choosing that name no, and no, that she identity. Doctor Ruth was also the doctor, yeah. which is yeah. before Hartnell, so the, it seems Which now. was before Hartnell. But, but yeah. was she that doctor, though? We don't know if that's who she was. <laughs> because that one say. had the... There's things in there like Ruth would have been before Hartnell, yeah. Yeah. but that way. still had the exterior of a police box TARDIS. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I got I, the feeling that bit actually might be the Matrix playing silly buggers. No, I don't think so. I think that she, for some reason, she liked it as a police box yeah. back then and then happened to steal the same TARDIS well, which just deliberately Clara. got stuck I got yeah because of Clara I wanted to it? say that just to see the look <laughs> on his face yeah. I don't think the Time Lords Rassilon and all the rest of it know who the Doctor is I got the feeling from the whole fact of that bit of the Matrix is wiped out yeah. and also how they have treated and dealt with the Doctor over the years. I think for whatever reason, when the false regeneration into William Hartnell's presume, first yeah. Doctor kind of start was, well, that's that's the point at which the current memory starts from. Yes. There was a reason why he was hidden, and that's what's hidden in the Matrix. And I don't think the other Time Lords 
actually know contemporary have, have, times. Have, no, contem- yeah. have actually married up this timeless child and the doctor as no. being the same person. The, the division probably knew to some extent. Yeah, even though they'd wipe the records, so there'd be some memory there'd be, amongst. There'd be some, the, the, yeah, even yeah, if staff. it's living memory. Yeah, exactly. But Although, I'm, how many of them survived to before the time war? Yeah, I'm whatever. not sure sure knows. about Brendan being the doctor though. Because oh yeah, that, 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 that was that was not, the, the, the only the reason I question the only reason I wasn't sure was because when he was shot and fell off the cliff, shouldn't he have regenerated? Well, that was he a did. Mem- that was a, yeah, that was a memory twist. That was Brendan was the little girl. Yeah, Brendan fell off the ah. cliff. The little girl fell off the cliff. Yeah. it was just. I, I did. Uh, I, I did yeah. like the fact, and I think it should be pointed out that in the flashback, Brendan was ginger. Mm. Yeah. Yes, at that point, ginger. So, has the doctor been ginger? Yeah, I don't think we actually saw Any a definitive ginger. version because that clearly no, wasn't what the doctor looked like. No, that was a, a Matrix illusional one, one thing. One big but... concern: that kid had an awful lot of regenerations as a kid. Yeah, yeah, so slowly so, growing up, slowly aging. Yeah, yeah. But what the hell was that um, Shobagon <laughs> doing to that kid to make him and her does. regenerate that so many times, times before them reaching a adulthood? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, killing them an awful yeah. lot. So Doing all sorts of experiments. I mean, and them. It, there are questions on this, which there should be, mm-hmm. such as: Is the Doctor limited to thirteen regenerations? Obviously not. Apparently not. Obviously not. Quite why the Master bumped off every single time, Lord. Just because he found out a secret. Well, he's insane. Yes. He's not that quite insane. This, this one is. seems to be. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely I'm, playing it quite insane. I, I agree yeah. with you, but unfortunately, since Sims, yes, yeah. he is that insane. And also, he would be childishly furious that the Doctor, as he said, is special. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He's, he's essentially not. had a massive temper tantrum and wiped out his own people. I do have to say, it's such a one in these two episodes, well, the second of the two episodes, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. wow. And I, I spy a new cosplay, mm. Cyber Time Lord. Oh, yes. 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 Brilliant. Yes. Lovely. The Time Lord race is still Possibly, in some way there. I, I don't know because you had the death particle that was meant to affect every organic item there. But it depends. Yeah. It depends if they're already dead on ice, did the death particle affect them? Well, if they're dead, mm. it doesn't matter. Yeah, so there's still a get-out-of-jail bit there if if some future director wants to recreate. I loved the scene, though, when he was telling the story and you actually saw Gallifrey growing. Yeah, Yeah. 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 that was gorgeous. The capital being built. Mm. That that was very um, opening titles of Game of Thrones. Mm. (laughs) Was that the first time we'd had the theme during an episode? Well, not counting first time Jodie Whittaker's Doctor turns up. I think think we've had bursts of the theme or, or references to the theme yeah. but not the actual theme played when she fell through the train and stood up then you had the blast of the theme tune back in um mm. woman who fell to earth yeah. yeah i was thinking at one point we were going to lose graham but not to the cybermen yes mm. i yeah. thought there was a little bit of a thing we, going we on between him and Ravio. and there may yeah. still be yeah did mention yeah. that graham had pulled yeah, yeah. i thought that... they have been left together this is the point it is finished with the the companions back on Earth with the belief that the Doctor's dead. Who's, unfortunately, she's stuck in Sharda. <laughs> and access Possibly, to a yeah. TARDIS. And access to a TARDIS house, yes. Yeah. The bit between Graham and Mandip. Yes. Uh, Yaz. Yes. Yeah, Graham and Yaz. <laughs> a bit random, but well, it was quite nice. Most impressive person that he knows. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Ryan yeah, wasn't yeah. there, so he yeah. felt he had to boost someone's confidence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd been feeling throughout the season that um, they were building Yaz up to a Clara, yeah, that mm. something her um, leap first, ask questions later, yeah. would get her into trouble, but it didn't. Not so no. far. We've still got yeah. an episode to go before they start filming again. Yeah. And there was that rumour that was going around about a certain thing that might happen with Yaz and the Master, mm. but it didn't come about. No, no, Wait. unless that Have a thing. <laughs> yes, they definitely. Do you want us to think. tell you? Go on. It clearly hasn't happened. Yeah. The rumor flying around was that Yaz would betray the Doctor by siding with the Master. Oh, she'd do an Adric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to point yeah, out true. the Cybus class Cybermen. Yeah. What yeah. happened to the ones mm. in between? Yeah. Well, they've had fourteen years out of those costumes. Yeah. They keep bringing it back. Yeah. What happened to the Moffat era ones? Yeah. The Matt Smith era ones. Yeah. I don't know. Do we know at what point no. in? <laughs> The future. When they've hit Gallifrey, 
life. This could have all gone on, i.e. could have blown it to kingdom come, at about the time we saw Gallifrey in ruins when Capaldi's doctor was there. Capaldi. (laughs) So it it could be that, because of the way the time, and we don't know that portal, it could be a case of what we've seen is almost... What's already happened. What's already happened, we've seen, and it's actually quite far into Gallifrey's future. I I got the impression from... Because it's after the cyber wars. I I got the impression from... Is it Hellbent? Mm. That Gallifrey's position now is not quite, but almost the very, very end of time. Yeah, yeah, it's meant to be. billions of years in the future. That's Gallifrey meantime at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Because the time war isn't even mentioned. This one's now the cyber war. So we've got the time war, the Dalek war. We've had had cyber wars. So cyber wars... um, Yeah, the Earthshock. Earthshock, yeah, Revenge of the Cybermen. This seems quite a definitive... I mean, the fact we've got hordes of Cybermen bits just (laughs) playing it. I love that. What's that noise? (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming it's the same type of war which we had in Revenge of the Cybermen and what have you. Who knows? Who knows? So Earthshock was at the beginning of the Cyber War. Revenge of the Cybermen was at the end yeah Chibnall has gone all out for the history like the uh, the woman in charge of the is it the proto-CIA the division yeah mm. presumably named because it's got divide fans I don't know uh, looked like she's dressed in the Valiard outfit yes. yeah heavy with the makeup as well yeah, yeah more lot, makeup than uh, he wore there was a lot of um, circum- there was a lot of ideas about whether or not that was actually the Valiard because it was a very very quick glimpse of them in the trailer yeah, yeah it's just because it was uh, she was wearing the same kit that, that's yeah. it yeah it's yeah. literally it's just a learned yeah. prosecutors yeah. first thing I outfit. thought of when I saw the Sidemen in fact was the Inquisitor because they had the things around the back yes. of their head yeah. like the Inquisitor yeah. not like yeah. normal Time Lord collars yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all it was it was actually more like the Time Lord collars they had in the Dead Doctor because they had the filigree work ones yeah, they did and they, they were, were attached smaller. to the back of the head it, so yeah, it, it wasn't just an evolution of it it was instead of the handles it was it was placing the handles but yeah. I love the fact they were wearing cloaks yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and the masks had Gallifrey in the text yeah Yes, I did like it came off of the mask. I'm talking you, which interesting idea for the fam to uh, hollow out a side man and use it as a oh yeah, yeah. Suit take of armor. out all the guts. And, uh, <laughs> Don't see yeah. much of that, but that no. comes to be a messy job. Probably was. I was a little bit disappointed that half Cyberman got zapped yeah. so easily. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. brought down to size. Yeah, yeah. I like the Lone Cyberman. He was very cool. He was. It's an interesting idea. Although his plan of turning all Cybermen into robots was indeed a stupid plan. Well, it was yeah. a really yeah. stupid plan, well, but then he, he wasn't thinking straight. Yeah, he no. was more he was more emotional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the Siberian, what's it done to the master? Don't know. Is it still in him? Presumably, yes, he's escaped. Yeah. Of course, he's escaped. Of course, he's yes. He's God. escaped. Not all of those Cybermen, because they don't move that fast. <laughs> but a couple of them have probably. I reckon he's got two, maybe maximum of four of them. Jumped into a TARDIS. And yeah. just ran off they were screen. certainly more more free with the shooting, weren't they? Yes, terrible yeah. shots. Though. Oh no, very stormtrooper like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could have had a line or two about them yeah. having just been restarted yeah. and recalibrate, calibrate the weapons. That was just like, that was embarrassing how badly. I did like were. the fact though as well. I noticed there was a degree of they aren't quite cold as they were because he got one Cyberman to shoot the other. Mm. It lied there and it regenerated. And if you saw the one that shot him looked down yeah. and looked back up again. Now normally a Cyberman pays <laughs> no attention well, these whatsoever. Are, these are new sorts. These are t- Time Lord side. That's what I mean. Yeah. There's obviously something yeah. more going on with them than regular time. Yeah, it's a sh- shame we have seen the last of them. It would have been interesting to see what would happen. Would the Time Lords reassert themselves? Dominance. Yeah. What, what would that have become? What, what do we call them? Time Men or Cyber Lords? Yeah. I think Cyber Lords. Be cyber Lords is pretty yeah. cool. Excellent performance again from Jodie Whittaker. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, completely. Just, I, I was trying to think, have we ever seen the Doctor attack the Master? Physically, yeah, uh, throw, throw him to the ground. Yeah. Right? Only, only in survival, because I have that fight at the end of survival oh, yeah, where yeah. the Doctor of, nearly brains him with the stone. That's yeah, that's very that true, point. yeah. yeah. But she's the fury yeah. in her eyes, the mm. fury, the devastation. She's just, yeah. And then her bit when she just starts talking to herself and solving what's happened yeah. to get out of the she's matrix. She's so happy and... that she's talking to herself. Yeah, yeah. 
I have to say, I have no problem with the whole the Doctor being more than a Time Lord. I think, well, it's been hinted I think for a long time. It's been yeah. hinted at, and I quite liked the idea. Well, and we still so. don't know. In fact, we know less probably now. Yeah, yeah. and mm. I have no problem with that. And it doesn't do my head in about the 13th, 14th, 15th Doctor. I'm quite happy to start counting them from when they called herself the Doctor. Yeah, yeah it becomes a, a problem. Because otherwise it's doctors. just going to be yeah. a nightmare trying to ratify it out. Well, we've already um, got the War Doctor. Yeah, and, now and, the and doctor, you've got the... So. You've got David Tennant's doctors actually two doctors and what have you I have to say on the whole I actually think I enjoyed Spyfall better than I enjoyed this Mm. I enjoyed these two but yeah I'm not the only one there's a few of us it's like on Facebook everyone's raving about it and I'm like I was, was I just not in the right frame of mind? It's a very different beast from Spyfall. What? Spyfall's a proper, you know, just, just a, a, bit of fun, a, yeah. a romp. And yeah. this is... I mean, I love this kind of thing. I, mm. I think maybe I've got to watch it again. I had a very, I think very have, busy this, day that day mm, and all the rest yeah. of This was just excellent but television. Overall, with the series, I like the fact we've ended up at Sharda, but... We didn't get any any answers from this series, so I'm assuming just as the timeless child was a hangover from last series, the whole thing with those white ghosty things I was about to and Lenny yeah. Henry's yeah. character and that is going to get carried nah, over to the next it. season. I think we've seen the last of them. <laughs> like, like uh, what's his name? The guy with the teeth. Tim Shaw. Tim, Tim Shaw. Shaw. Thank Tim you. Shaw. Yeah. That, that one Tim finished Shaw. itself off within its kind of, but they were making up a big thing yeah. about his people and that yeah. went nowhere. Sometimes stories don't have an end. Yeah. Yeah. That's I fine. just got the feeling those ghosty thingies were being set up as part of an art. Well, I, you I might think, be right. I think uh, we uh, might well, see those back at some we point. We should have. I know he says that Chibnas has said that he's already working on the um, next season. I'd hope so. And yeah. and certain <laughs> well, not until uh, August. <laughs> and certain <laughs> things, certain yeah. things from this season will turn up in next season. Yeah, he said so whether well, they are being continued is another matter. Well, yeah. I, I did read that he was saying that we'd get an answer to Thomas Child, but it would carry on into the next series yeah. before we answer well, again. it's better they don't ever try to explain yeah. where the Thomas Child yeah. came from. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think they will. But they, they have to probably address at some point what the Doctor did to become wanted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the stuff yeah. of the division. What happened there? We need yeah, a bit yeah. of stuff there. I don't know. And who's the roof Doctor? Part well, of me says, no... Um, because we've... Well, she's ev- in prison. Ev- yeah, You've got ev- to find out a bit about why. You want to find out why she's in prison. It doesn't have to do with that. I mean, everyone really, 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 really wants to know why the Doctor ran away, don't we? No. No. No, the, 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 and that's, that's the it. whole mystery. No, I like the idea. There is a reason. For some reason, the Doctor mm. was regenerated back to a child and hidden away. Mm. And uh, her existence as who she is is written right and out of the Matrix memory, etc. Mm. And part of me wants to know why, and part of me doesn't want to know why because their idea for why might not match my idea I'm with Stephen though I'd want to I want I would love to find out why Dr Joe had been chameleon arched I want. To, I'd, I want to know what that was about. Yeah. But otherwise, I I agree. I, I don't want. I don't want to know all about the um yeah. reason. There's potentially so much history there now. You oh, can yeah. dip in and do. There's a, like twelve big finish ranges here. <laughs> I mean, like, a lot of people were saying big finish. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. You can the just do a lot of backstory now. Never contradict yourself. Never a problem. You can reveal bits here and there. Add yeah. more mystery rather than re- remove it. I think yeah. if anything, the fact we've we've hit it, we've done it now. Timeless child. Doctor can regenerate for as many times as we like. That gets rid of all 13 regenerations, should it Which, be wonderful program. let's face it, was a bit of a silly idea. It was. It was like it, Stargate, one zat to stun, two zats to yeah. kill, three zats to disintegrate. Yeah. Stupid yeah. idea. Well, they was back in the fourth Doctor's time, so they had a long way to go. To go. Yeah. <laughs> so revisit again, yeah, maybe in 10 years' time or what have you, like, you know, for the anniversary special. Bring it in hints, bring in the backstory, yeah. and then wander out again and leave it for the imagination. Same as it has been for the last 50 odd years okay well we'd like to know what you thought of ascension of the cybermen and the timeless children you can tell us by writing to show at staggering stories start net so the time laws of the timeless children yes don't start (laughs) yeah if you want to pick holes in this there are loads of holes to pick and do you notice the house came back house came back as the house what What? the doctor's wife and then we had a house at the end of the episode Oh. Is that house? No, no. that's not house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did Sylvester McCoy's doctor somehow get wind of this and then forget it all again? Oh, I, I, this is making my head hurt. <laughs> 
This is the finish. other reason why it will make your head hurt if you try yeah. and work okay. it out. Okay, let's move on. And now here's Stephen with a 30-second recommendation. In Reading, uh, there is an escape room hosted by Escape Hunt called Worlds Collider Doctor Who Escape Room based around the Cybermen and uh, Kronos Corp. Uh, you're put into a room and you have to solve this mystery of why the Cybermen have managed to somehow get through to Earth uh, or are trying to and you have to stop them um, and help the Doctor stop them because obviously she can't get there and you are her assistants. Did you escape? We did. We had ten minutes left. Ten <laughs> minutes left? You could yeah. have stayed in there. Yeah, I could have just chilled for yeah. the Doctor TV. Do knitting. Played about with all the props. Exactly. Puzzles were really cool. Uh, I did speak to our show host afterwards, and they said about how it's changed over time because people get heavy-handed with the props, <laughs> bits and pieces. By people, did you break something? No, I broke nothing. <laughs> I had fun using everything that was in there, and the little Easter eggs and trivia, uh, which I won't mention in case anyone goes there but yeah i'm glad i avoided spoilers beforehand and <laughs> as much as it's a doctor who escape room it's also for people that aren't even fans for the show they could go in there and do it there's just one or two bits that as a fan you'll spot and you'll be like oh that's the, that's that cool. okay. and with voiceover or video from witaka uh there was a brief video message that you get at the end of it uh, um if you win I think if you win, but yeah, it was a very brief video message. Uh, well, sorry, audio, uh, but it was very faint. Uh, it's not one, one complaint was that it was very low audio, so you had to kind of like go yes. find the right part of the room to Probably listen Probably worn out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tape is worn out. Um, and there was a video message, but that wasn't from Jodie. That was like part of the story beforehand. Yeah. Cool. We will put some details in the show notes. Speaking of recorded messages, when we were in Los Angeles at the Gallifrey One convention, there was a nice recorded message from Jodie Whittaker. Just for us. Just for us. And the other 1,600 people (laughs) sitting in the room. They weren't there. But anyway, I I don't think we've talked about Gallifrey enough or at all. We haven't talked about Gallifrey. We did have some contributions to We did last time. Yes. Thank you to everyone that contributed, by the way. And thank you for Jean, because while we were swanning around the convention, you were mugging people. She was. Yes, I was even mugging people who I didn't know they were producers (laughs) or actors or whatever. I just shoved the microphone at them. We've got four minutes left, so... Gallifrey. Gallifrey, as most people know, has quickly become the biggest and arguably the best Doctor Who convention in the world. They can afford to get the biggest stars this year. Of course, it was Christopher Eccleston. Indeed. We sang happy birthday to him. Yes. Yes. He seemed happy. He did, yeah. It's three days. Yep. There are five different programmes running at any one time. At least. You can either be in the main hall listening to Eccleston speak or you can nip to one of the side rooms where Janet Fielding was holding court or you can go to another room where they were talking about the coloration of Dalek Master Plan. There's just so much at this convention, it's impossible to take it all in. To anything, there is too much. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Fraser Hines mentioned it. He said how great it was last weekend when he was at the Faces Ones. Mm. Ah. Did you whoop? No. No, no. No, You whooped. We weren't like you. We didn't get (laughs) infected. I whoop at anything. Shameless Apart from Christopher Cusson, I love Tosin and Pearl Mackie on the Friday. Pearl Mackie is brilliant. She was really good. That was was enlightening. (laughs) And it's not just the big stars. It's the the behind-the-scenes people as Mm. well. I I can't remember the woman's name, but she was... um, assistant floor manager but it's also the um i've forgotten his name thingy thingy yeah who did who did the cartoons oh thank you gary russell and (laughs) (laughs) how can you forget gary do you want to start that sentence again no okay (laughs) and also the the up and coming things on on the exclusive video releases like dr bleep oh can't wait for dr bleep dr bleep is basically a road trip involving peter davis and janet Fielding Sarah Sutton and a yeah. support vehicle, oh. and the support vehicle turned left without telling them, and Doctor Bleep began. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... the only person that didn't get bleeped was Sarah Sutton, because <laughs> she didn't say anything. She stood sat at the back. They're going to do but another it's... one on the way to Amsterdam. But it's uh, uh, for the up and coming box set of the twentieth season. It Blue, is, right? yeah. yeah. Funny enough, one of the 
uh, Christopher Eccleston was lovely once he warmed up. Mm-hmm. Toasting yeah. was brilliant once he warmed up. Pearl was firing on all cylinders straight yeah. away. But the, that was a curry. The, the panel that I saw that actually covered stuff I had never heard before, which is why I didn't end up getting my photograph with Christopher Eccleston with the other chaps, and the head was Mark Strickson. Mm. He answered one question in Doctor Who and then went on about his life in zoology yeah. and with um, Steve, Steve Irwin and about hitting crocodiles over the nose with bamboo because it was a lot easier than getting eaten by the ruddy thing, etc. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. Mm. <laughs> it was even rapturous. Well, Janet Fielding's um, solo panel in the side room where she mm. talks about Project Motorhouse and that. Oh, yes. That was also fascinating. I missed most of this. I was in the main hall most of the time. There's so many great things in all the other halls. You need to do it two yeah. or three times. So you need a time machine yeah. to come yeah. back. Or a time turner. <laughs> time turner, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, for me, Saturday was basically Mark Strickson, Janet Fielding, Sarah Sutton, lunch, Peter Davison. Mm. It was yeah, basically a five doctor. Yeah. Oh, and then we had that other chap, Chris something or yeah. other, at the end of the, the dealer's day. room. Was excellent. Yeah, oh God, there yeah, was maybe. came back with so much stuff, spent yeah. so much money. Utterly ridiculous. Favorite T-shirt? Which La- one? Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I think we all got one of yeah, those. Lots of those going yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. And the photo shoot, all those ponds. Yes. Oh, there, there was, was a lot of moistness. There was a moistness of ponds. And a massive gathering of 13th Doctors as well. Mm, it was yeah. definitely gratifying to see so many ponds, so few Claras. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to admit, we did expect to see you in the undergrowth when you had the collection he of ponds. He didn't spot me. Didn't <laughs> spot me. <laughs> and I was at the big main auction, but they also have... Um, fat, well, it's not fan art, it's professional artists. And there was one guy that does pottery quite well oh, known yeah, and he made this most beautiful blue and white pottery with Gadafran stuff on it and the yeah. rest of it and there's one piece I wanted Yeah, I really wanted someone else really wanted it I'm not going to say how much it was paid for but it'd be like he would be going $70 $75 dollars <laughs> I literally got to the point where it's like $140 if you say 145 sod it I'm just going to go for 200 mm. <laughs> I want this I okay. got it yes. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't just the normal stuff. So they no. had potters that have done original stuff and some amazing professional <laughs> artwork. And yes. some of the autographs as well. It wasn't that expensive. I got Anselin's autograph. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Marcus yes. Gilbert. Marcus Gilbert's autograph. From Biggles. I, I, yeah. yeah. Stop it. I, I did you mention it too. I, yeah. I know. I heard you, sh- I heard you laugh. <laughs> I did, so did he. <laughs> I didn't get the signed photograph. I got him to actually autograph my, um, my autograph <laughs> book. And it's one of the few ones I've paid. And that was $20, which is not... Know, bad. It's so not not yeah. bad, really. Yeah. And he was the... quite flattered that I first named my first car after him. <laughs> One of the um, nice things, especially with this being such a big convention, is they specifically cater for people with disabilities. Mm. <laughs> Most conventions I've been to, every convention I've been to, I've sat halfway back in an auditorium listening and not being able to laugh when other people laugh at facial expressions. Mm. Gallifrey won and put the first two rose over to people with sight and hearing difficulties kudos guys Mm. it was brilliant the other thing they did which i was very impressed with is as you went down the central aisle it's wide enough for wheelchair Mm -hmm. and every other nc diagonally is removed yeah and reserved for um, wheelchair ability access yeah which is for, for wheelchair and the first seat next to that gap is for any um carer helpers. that's or it helpers. and there's no question of you having to art you can choose i will try and be the first one at the mm. front i can sit in the middle or the back none of that sitting down the side out of the way you can yeah. just trundle down wheel down or however you're getting down there and choose whichever of these spots oh, all yeah, the way down they, you wanted they to. got quite cross at one point because some people removed the uh, the notices yeah. and tried to t- take the seats themselves and were told, no, off you go. <laughs> so, nice one. I mean, I've organised conventions, but back in the days, actually, to be honest, Galley was one of those conventions I cursed when I was doing conventions because they started to pay, which killed a lot of the fan-run conventions in the UK at that mm. point because we could not pay. But it's an organisational masterpiece. They yeah. got hundreds of volunteers. They got 
loads and loads of rooms. The and dealer's yeah, room, the, well. yeah, 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 everything else, the nameplates the, when you go there. It is just clockwork. It's such an amazing the, piece of machinery. Uh, the stewards are all in high-vis. Yeah. yeah. So you can easily identify and pick them Different coloured high-vis yeah. for different sort of stewards. Yes. And, uh, and although there is over kablam, a thousand <laughs> attendees... I mean, it's about, about sixteen hundred. The main room holds. Yeah, yeah the it's main room holds sixteen hundred. There's more than that. People Easily. turning up. There's five rooms. There's loads going on, but it still feels nice. It yeah. doesn't feel cosy in the way that a small convention does. And if you've been to the old conventions over here, it's not a cosy convention, but it's not a cold convention no, either. Definitely not. If the actors aren't signing stuff, people are quite happy for you to chat to them. Mm. I ended up with Toasting Cold because we live on the same estate and that kind of stuff. It's, it's a nice convention and if you can save the dosh to go over, it is worth it. No, not just that, but also all the people you meet there, all the other fans, people you oh, know yeah. from yeah. online. Mm. Yeah, the podcast room we had. Yeah, where well, there's a podcast to meet up, which yeah. started off a bit weird, but eventually did settle down to people just mingling. Yeah, just <laughs> spreading out and, and chatting. Yeah, there's so many people there who I didn't really get to meet properly. Yeah. Oh, completely. Nancy, I spotted you from a distance and when I turned around to say, oh, I really should go and say hello, you'd gone. I didn't <laughs> see her at all. I saw her. Or Lewis. Yeah. I did see them in San Francisco the week after. Mm. Yeah. But at the convention, I had no idea. <laughs> and uh, I think we got clocked by a Scott. So hello, Scott. Hello, we Scott. had a conversation. Oh, and good. hello to Catherine oh, yeah, and hello, Catherine. Karen and Karen. Bernie. Yeah. And, and Nancy and Lewis, can you send us details for the link to your site where I did the guest appearance? while we was out having lunch <laughs> okay so that's Gallifrey one if you can afford to get over there get over there yeah, it's, it's so good it has the staggering story seal of approval I'm hearing there yeah, I haven't gone yet uh, it's 15% smaller next year in terms of attendees they're actually yeah. shrinking it Mm. Well, tickets are on sale now, aren't they? Yeah, and they'll yeah. probably sell out relatively quickly. If you want one, I, I don't know. Sean Lyons said that they, you know, there was the initial rush, but then they six months later they were still selling. Yeah, them. but that was so. with fifteen percent more tickets on sale. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, yeah, well worth going, though not cheap to get there. Not for us anyway. Mm-hmm. We had feedback. We have Thank people you. have been writing Thank to you. us. Thank you. Who have we heard from? We have heard from Alan. Hello, Alan. Alan. Hello, Staggerers. Alan's been doing very well in the gym. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Long time listener here, but first time email writer. Oh, okay. I tweet as at New Mutant and have bandied about many times with fake Keith on Facebook. Excuse me. I was going to say, Keith, do you know about this? (laughs) Don't laugh. Which is now under a false government name instead of New Mutant because Zuckerberg is a big poophead who owns the sandbox we, we like to play in. He is indeed a big poopy head. <laughs> I'm writing this email because I cannot contain my heartbreak. Oh, that okay. was all written in capitals, by the way, not me shouting. <laughs> I tweeted about it once but didn't get as much sympathy, hugs as I wanted. <laughs> Nay, needed. Yeah. Then we have a Twitter thingy which we'll put in post notes so here I am mind you I have muted and unfollowed every geek news outlet and many a podcast who's festooned their account with spoiler article headlines because (laughs) I am not here for it my social media my rules you already know how this is going to go (laughs) don't you so is this a kindred spirit Adam (laughs) maybe hopefully we haven't spoiled anything (laughs) here in America on the night that Fugitive of the Judoon was being broadcast the night of (laughs) I was on Twitter reading and chatting with friends from around the world as you do and I had just decided to follow more well-known authors on a whim the very second I do the very pico second that I do a certain well-known author quotes a tweet with a picture of Joe Martin and the words, She's the Doctor! Yeah. On the night the show is being broadcast! Oh yeah. dear. Yeah. I was yeah. so hurt and heartbroken and angry and betrayed! <laughs> this was no neckbeard basement dwelling hater. This was a wonderful lady author who I thought had far more sensitivity <laughs> than to tweet a spoiler of the show that was broadcast at that moment 
And now as I listen to your episode 334 and hear fake Keith and Steve triumphantly recount how they were awestruck and surprised by the revelation, I just knew I had to write this. A solicit from you who know my pain. (laughs) A cyber hug. A word of prayer, a consolation, a fist to the heavens on behalf of my lost opportunity (laughs) to have enjoyed the episode on the levels that you guys did. Because it was indeed such a good episode. So, yay! In the words of Simply Red, at the end of Holding Back the Years, that's all I wanted to say. That's all I have today. Thanks. And bye-bye for now, Alan. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Alan. P.S. This was a tweet from the author on January the 26th at 4.42 Eastern Standard Time. We and will the put tweet. it in the um and the tweet announced, so we will put that in the show notes. We feel yeah. your pain, brother. Well, actually, yeah. I I didn't find that as much of a surprise, you know. Oh, <laughs> <shut> you. <laughs> There's nothing quite so awesome as being unspoiled, yeah, mm-hmm. and enjoying the pure amazements of that revelation. I'd like to say. It was no big deal, but that would be a lie. It was a big <laughs> deal. It was a very big deal. Leave him alone. That we got to enjoy, <laughs> and you Karen. didn't. It Karen. was amazing. <laughs> I think the only thing to learn there is don't go near social media at all in those few yeah. hours between yeah. UK and US release. But Keith, send the man a virtual hug. Okay. What the hell are you doing? I don't know what that I'm was, giving... but it's not a hug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving him a squeeze. Squeezy hug. Squeezy hug. I said, Is that a how do you not hug? squeeze your zits at him? God. Oh, oh I've just thought of giving oh. virtual hugs and that. Uh-huh. Because I think he's been suffering from jet lag a little bit. But if we don't say hello, even though we last saw him when we was on holiday. But there's two of him. Shh, nobody knows. That's a stunt double, it's not the real one. That's a stunt double. Oh my god, he looks filthy. He is filthy, really. He is filthy. filthy. Hello, he is the head of Pertwee. Heads of Pertwee. Hello. It's a secret. Cardboard Grunhilda and devastatingly lovely Clara. <laughs> and Graham got to meet Mummy as no, well. No, Terence got to meet Mummy. <laughs> yeah. Terence. We didn't take Graham with us. Hello, salacious. Be crumb. Yep. Straight from Batu. Yeah. Right, we've also heard from... Sandro. Hello, Hello, Sandro. And I've lost the... Ah, here we go. You've lost the plot. Well, quite. Sandro says, hello. 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 Many greetings to you all, you wonderful group of staggerers. (laughs) Accidentally missed the cut-off date for the previous episode. Work has been very busy recently. Oh, dear. So going to keep my thoughts on the recent episodes of Who pretty short. That's fine, because we didn't get a chance to do any of the feedback for the last one anyway. Starting off with Fugitive of the Jadoon, this was a fun one. Would have been even more fun if it hadn't been completely spoiled for anyone outside of the UK. Oh, oh dear. Oh, oh, well. While I enjoyed this episode immensely, I do agree with whoever said that it was just a, lo- a lot of lead up. Oh. But at the same time, I like that they are following through with a story arc and not just keeping it to the premiere and finale. That's true, yeah. I also really liked Praxius. Easily yeah. my favourite script out of the season so far. Oh, I'm gonna go it moved at a breakneck speed but never felt confusing. The dialogue was tight, the exposition was hidden hmm. and everyone got something to do visually this one was also stunning love yeah. a good beach mm. yeah. okay episode seven can you hear me no more like can you hear the exposition <laughs> i really like all the ideas in this episode it's pretty clever it's just badly written mm-hmm. i mean seriously an animated info dump the only time that ever worked was in harry potter and the deathly hallows part one <laughs> a very lazy way to introduce some very clever ideas hmm. ian gelder as a creepy nightmare man with floaty fingers <laughs> very cool him spending half of his scenes spouting obvious exposition isn't mm. maybe I'm a bit down on this episode because of who the villains turned out to be yeah. again love the idea but the idea of incredibly powerful beings being such disposable villains felt very Marvel phase too they could have done more with them I love mm. all of the character stuff in this episode though so far, season 12 has been very light in character development and it felt like they were trying to fix that in this episode. Especially Yaz, the final moments with her storyline were fantastic. The haunting of Villa Diodati was pretty spot on though. Yeah. This was heaps of fun. Yeah. Wasn't expecting it to tie into the finale as much as it did, Indeed. but it was a welcome surprise. 
Also love that we finally got a so, somewhat scary adventure for mm. Witaka. Sure, the creepy party was crashed halfway through by a Cyberman, <laughs> but everything before that was wonderfully spooky. Mm. Loved the haunted house setting. Loved the historical characters. This is just a very fun episode. Yep. Excited to see them bring the series to a close. Not sure how they'll tie everything together brilliantly. Maybe they <laughs> won't. Maybe this is a multi-season arc. That could be fun. Not really. We'll have to wait and see. So far, though, season 12 has been incredibly consistent. One of the most consistent seasons of Who in ages. However, I've also felt like nothing has quite reached the heights of season 11 yet. Mm. But nothing has reached the lows of season 11 <laughs> either. So that's good. Either way, it's a good time to be a Doctor Who fan. Very quickly, before I go, I watched through Lock and Key last week. Oh, it's yeah. good. It's not great, but it's good. It seems like everyone who's familiar with the comics feels the same way, but those who aren't familiar are loving it, so that's good news. Yep. I knew that nothing was going to live up to the source material, though. They're still the best graphic novel series I've ever read, so I'm not disappointed. Yep. For me, it falters a bit with the performances, but you've got to give it to the creative team for how accurate they've kept a lot of the show. The concepts are all there. The various adventures they've taken from the comics are spot on, and a lot of the visuals as well, but it does feel like they've dumbed it down a bit for the young adult audience. Not in terms of the weird supernatural elements, more with various character subplots that deal with trauma and grief. Uh, Interested yeah. to hear what you all think of the show though. I'm very glad that this story is getting out in front of more people now. Until mm. next time, Sandro. Thank, Thank you, you Sandro. Sandro. Yeah, something called that. I must, I must resub to Netflix. But I've seen the first episode. Keith's seen it all. I've seen the first episode and it's pretty impressive. Mm, okay. I, I will agree that they're doing things slightly differently and to my opinion they have dumbed down a lot of the violence uh, okay, from the yeah. comic strip yeah, to make it as more PG. Yeah. But yeah. It's, yeah, I'm still enjoying it and still want to see where they're cool. going to go with it. Yeah, considering the comic strip starts out with someone having their head shot open and they're sort of like dead bodies in the boot of the car, yeah. I yeah. don't think it could really open the they TV show like that. They did that with the boys. They did the boys wonderfully. Right, we have a bit of audio feedback here. Oh, from? from? From Pinky. Um, Hello, Pinky. Pinky. What do they have to say? Let's find out. Hello, Staggers. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, it's Pinky. Hi. Hello. Uh, yeah, I thought, uh, well, I can't be bothered to write anything. Oh. I haven't left feedback for ages and there is so much to say <laughs> about season 12. Also, you're all in LA at the moment. Hi, LA. Hello, we were, sunshine. We yeah, Please we come over here. Yeah. It's cold Give and raining and it's horrible. And your photos just all look delightful and I'm rather envious. I Aww. quite wish I was out there. So do we. But I won't get into politics right now, <laughs> so never mind. Anyway, hello, Stackers. Hello. hello, Terrence. Goodbye, Head of Poetry. <laughs> you can leave now. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh. I shall apologise ahead of time in case I swear. <gasps> I shall do my best not to. Beep button at yeah. the ready. We'll see how it goes. So, um... Special Tyrone. Yeah, Doctor Who, season 12. It's yep. really good. Yeah. It's surprise, much right? better than season 11. There have been episodes where I have been really excited at the end and looking forward to the next one, which... It's always good. ...really happened last year. There's been some great guest stars. There's been some great stories. There's been some utter... <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you always have to have some sh that's not a swear it doesn't count and then I've lost my train of thought oh yeah I am just rambling I've not made any notes or anything I'm just, I'm just <gasps> like us then bumping along yeah. like I normally I always do. make notes uh, Spyfall part one was amazing yay absolutely amazing really really good very exciting part two be weird but still good Orphan 55 yeah anyway let's move on <laughs> I enjoyed that one Nicola Tessa's Night of Terror mm. that was good that was good fun I liked that the animators were having fun with the scorpion creatures yep. crashing into each other what else did we have was that the one with mind wipes were earlier weren't they yeah so, this season so far, yes. we've had a couple of women had their mind wiped, oh, but yeah, yes. no one else that we've seen. Why were the women's minds wiped? And not anyone else <laughs> that has been in the TARDIS or met the Doctor. Because they oh, didn't time travel. It's so infuriating. <laughs> 
I really wish that they didn't do that. It wasn't necessary. It didn't add to the story, and it detracted from other stories. Uh, yeah, set up yeah, the finale. So d- <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, you can yeah. tell what I feel about that. True. On to the, the platoon of Jadoon near a lagoon. <laughs> what a brilliant episode. It was one of the best that's been on for years. Absolute squee. And there was a, an amazing reveal. And I was like, oh my God, Jack is back. And then there was an even better reveal. There's another doctor. She's a lady. And she's black. Yes. You went into meltdown. Great. I hope she comes back. Would be really good. She might do. Oh, yeah. Also, Hopefully. I think that episode came out on a rather special day for me. So, oh. yes, it was all very exciting. Very, very exciting. The one that came after, Praxis, I think, kind of fell a bit flat, but it had an awful lot to live up to. Yeah. I mean, there was going to be difficult to follow the Judoon and Dr. Ruth and Jack and, and stuff, and then you've got plastic-eating viruses. I guess the environmental message in that one was better handled than the Orphan 55. Oh, it wasn't a great big whammy right at the end. It was spread out and more... Integrated with the story, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I guess that episode overall was was good, not excellent. It was good. There's issues with it, but it was still good. And what was the last one we had? Can you hear me? There was quite a lot of things in that that I liked. I liked that they were dealing with mental health issues. I liked that at the end they showed a black men's support group. And was it Yaz dealing with stuff? And then yep. just Graham being Graham and <laughs> annoying the doctor who was pretending she couldn't understand. I thought that was funny. There is some weirdness going on with Brian and Yaz in the TARDIS and being insecure or pushing themselves or being nervous. It's questions that we don't normally get, which is good. I hope that they're actually going to deal with it, but it looks like they're going to, which is which is good. I think should give for some interesting storylines. Uh, I liked that we finally got some more background on Yaz. Yeah, interesting that she became a police officer because a police officer kind of saved her life, yeah. and that she was at such a low point before. It kind of explains why she's pushing herself now because she was in a depressive state and then she got a new job as a police officer because a police officer helped her and she seemed to be mostly enjoying it but wasn't challenged enough and then the doctor came along and oh my goodness the whole universe just opened up and now she's trying to discover new planets and jumping into teleports with strangers and and (laughs) doing all sorts of weird and wonderful things. Lisa Gallifrey. She um, should maybe get some counselling possibly might do her some good but it's exciting to see that she actually has some backstory and had some form of life beforehand it's a bit sad we didn't get to see any of the rest of her family and what was the anniversary didn't quite understand that was that Uh, an anniversary of when she ran away yeah Yeah, or i don't understand it was a bit it'd be nice to find out more that was all of them, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't watch the next on preview thing, so I have no idea what's coming up next. I just ooh, know ooh, that we've only got wise. just a teeny tiny handful of episodes left, but I'm actually really excited. Last year, I was on the verge of giving up on Doctor Who mm-hmm. because it had just become so... <laughs> but now it's exciting spelling. and it's good yeah, yeah. and it's the it's getting better. Spelling. They're doing better with diversity. They're doing okay. They're not doing great with giving, <laughs> giving the companions stuff to do, yeah. but at least they've got a bit more to do now in most change. of the episodes <laughs> and uh, slightly making more use of the companions. Ryan's dyspraxia seems to have completely disappeared, which is interesting. Yaz isn't going to have a job for much longer, the way she's going. <laughs> Probably But not. I don't think she wants it. No. And it's not all about Graham, which is great, because it's not what the show is about. Anyway, overall, really good. Excellent. And I'm hoping that some of these characters that we've met are going to come back 
for or towards the end. And we're yet to meet this lone cyberman. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Mm, not that I can think of. Time to start. Other stuff, other stuff. I've been watching Picard. It's yes. really good. Yes. Pretty yes. good. Snap. The writing is a bit ropey in places. <laughs> it's on par with Next Gen. Yeah. <laughs> with its ropiness. <laughs> but obviously updated for the modern day. Very different uh, world. It's actually fairly well written. Sort of, kind of. Okay, this is this is me rambling. This is what happens when I don't write stuff down and edit it. I, I just you have some verbal diarrhea. Here you go. <laughs> Thank you. This is my gift to you because you're in LA at Galley and I'm not, so you have to listen to me talking. Sh- you can bleep that one out. <laughs> Thank you. Or not. <laughs> What else have I been watching? Ah, oh, The Expanse. Oh, yes. Most of the way through season four now. Oh, and I'm absolutely up. loving it. There is some other stuff that is on the list to watch that I can't currently remember. I am a bit behind with TV stuff. I have almost finished watching Killing Eve. I've got, I think, two episodes left which I kind of don't want to watch because I'm really enjoying it and I don't want it to be finished. (laughs) Off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything else other than, screw you all, you're all at Galley, I hope you have a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Yeah, just keep posting photos and I I shall remain envious, mostly of the sunshine and the warmth. That would be really nice. Missing it But anyway, I hope you all have a fabulous time Please say hello to all of the lovely geeky nerds in LA. We did. I'm and damn it, I should have given you a shopping list for <laughs> fabrics and other things, but never mind. Next time. Until next time, take care. Thank you. Thank you. And I shall be seeing you <laughs> one day <laughs> soon. Ooh. That sounds ominous. It does. Watch out. God. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Pinky. Thank you, Pinky. I would... Ah, okay. Ah. I'll keep <laughs> Oh, okay, that's what happens when I have to hold it all in. Oh, okay. boy. Better? Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'd like to point out what uh, Pinky said with um, uh, Star Trek Picard. Yep. Uh, especially the last couple of episodes where Patrick Stewart does a wonderful Inspector Clouseau voice. Yeah. Outrageous French accent. His outrageous French <laughs> okay. accent, yeah. Oh. I haven't seen any I'm of it I'm a few yet. behind now, but uh, I am yeah. going to catch up. It's worth it. Yeah. It is worth it. It's becoming a bit of a guest character of the week. but At the moment, okay. but yeah. We're considering the first couple of episodes, besides the first one, yeah. we didn't have any guest characters. True, true. Yeah, how many is it? Is it eight or ten or thirteen? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We can't be far from well, the I end think, of this eight. I think, no, I think it might be ten, because they're saying episode five around there, they're about halfway through. Okay. So. And that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. But fear not, uh, next time there'll be more of the same. Will there? More fun, frivolity and jollity. No, no there won't. More news and reviews. Unfortunately there will. More who old and new. Possibly. Maybe not Possibly new. Possibly not new. Andy does this so much better. <laughs> I still say you should have lifted it to the head of Pertwee. He can't speak. <laughs> so until next, and next time, there's something about a letter, name a letter. L. Say words. <laughs> Lugubrious. Lagoon. Longevity. <laughs> Lustfully. Lingeringly. Longingly. Lasciviously. Laboriously. Legs. Lurches. <laughs> Lions. <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> Lego. This is me, Fake Keith, saying farewell. Bye bye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Uh, bye bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series one number three three six featuring Adam J. Purcell, Faith Keith, Keith Dunn, Jean Riddler and Stephen Clare. The views expressed here were those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers of the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this has been an El Presidente and Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. <laughs>
What are we going to do first then? To my flies up. I don't know why they're down. Flashing <laughs> <laughs> um, my wife. Uh, well, well I can't see it from here. <laughs> are you Trouble sure? Focusing on small objects. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run to a little little tiddler first. Yeah. Um, should we do a tiddler first to break it up? Yep. He's done this flies up though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>